All right, Jerkoffs, how you doing? Coming to you. It is Daniel Muggleton live from Flight Path Studios, aka the new location. I record this podcast in Sydney. Uh, quarantined, self-isolating. Uh, it's it's kind of what like Armageddon Day. I mean, like Tom Hanks is in my country. I don't even know he's in the country. He's in the Gold Coast, which is like the worst part of the country. He's got coronavirus. The NBA got shut down. Uh, and then even more devastating, I found out that Tom Hanks has a son called Chet, who's a rapper, who posted like a message clarifying his parents' health while not wearing a shirt. It was very, very strange. Uh, today has been a lot to deal with already, but podcasting, is there a safer form of communication? I think not. I think absolutely not. I can record it in the safety of my own home. You can listen to it in the safety of your own home. It is the most pandemic positive source of entertainment and it is a pleasure to be bringing you another episode. We're back. We're back on form. Uh, I got a great guest for you who happened to be in Australia for a hot minute and I got her on the podcast. Her name is Catherine Henson. Uh, She is an American comedian lives in New York, based in New York, but about to move to the UK permanently after spending a couple of months there. So a lot of lot to talk to with her. I grew up in Reno, bloody Reno, uh, in the US, uh, a, a place that I've heard referred to a lot of times, but I've never, I just genuinely have no kind of gauge of Reno at all. Just a bit trashy, like the, the vibe is there, a bit trashy, uh, kind of like, I don't want to say like an Essex vibe, but like maybe an Essex vibe. Sorry to my loyal Essex fan base for that. Uh, But yeah, it's been interesting, man. Like I got to say, Australia, I I think this has been mentioned on the podcast previously, uh, has an NHS-like healthcare system, universal, very efficient. Uh, And in these kind of scary times, um, that's cool. I got to say, like when you're concerned about all that stuff, uh, it is very cool that there's like a healthcare system that is free and is accessible and, you know, we're going to be fine. The one thing I can't understand, but I feel like this is a trend we started, so I have to address it, the toilet paper buying. I don't know if this has traveled to you or wherever you're listening in the world, but we just started buying toilet paper like crazy and it hasn't stopped. Like, that was the thing. I thought it was like, okay, the people buying toilet paper, they're bogans, they're kind of freaks. Like, I'm not going to encounter this. But, you know, I live in a pretty hip suburb. People walking down the street with Roll, man, just everywhere. All the toilet paper. I've, I've never seen people so openly carrying toilet paper. Like, I don't even... It seems like a status symbol now, you know? But uh, that's that's been, that's been fun to watch. Uh, my dad went to the movies and apparently the person sitting next to him had toilet paper in the seat. Just bringing it with them, ready to go at any time. Uh, but yeah, it's been it's been interesting. Like this year, I, I think maybe I get like a very clean read on it because you know I just moved back to Australia. But this year, man, like the whole country was on fire. That was followed up by flooding. Now there is a global pandemic. I don't think we ever had a pandemic before. This is I think this is my first pandemic. I don't know if you had a pandemic. Maybe you're old. You're in one of those like pandemics that the anti-vaxxers are trying to bring back. Gotta say, very quiet from them at the moment. Uh, it's like the flat earth people. Like as soon as shit got real, everyone's like, the earth is round and we're all going to die. You know, like it was a different <laughs> a different energy from them. Uh, but yeah, just like 
the toilet paper, th- I just don't understand. Like, I mean, it's it's not a diarrhea-based thing, I don't think. Like, in terms of the survival guide, I didn't think that, like, I don't know. Like, maybe maybe you guys are thinking we take more shits in Australia. Like, I don't I don't believe so. I think I've remained regular throughout my travels, except during the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, where you just shit all the time. I think that's probably like the maximum shitting experience uh, because that's obviously just a combination of Scottish food and alcohol. So, you know, you're taking lots of shits up there. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if Australians use toilet paper as facial tissue uh, more than other people or like maybe, you know, we've heard the whole masturbating increases the, the immune system thing and we're, we're, having, we're using toilet, toilet paper to clean up. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I just know that it's real. It's not just in the kind of meme section. I think generally, I have to clarify, if you hear anything about Australia as an outside observer, it's all kind of like this bizarre subsection of the population who I don't interact with on a regular basis. But the toilet paper thing, that is Australia-wide. It makes no sense. I went and bought some supplies today. Supplies, I think, quite reasonable like painkillers and ventolin inhalers. I have asthma, so you've got to be a bit careful with this stuff. And every store I went to, the toilet paper was gone. Not a single thing, uh, not a single roll remained. In any store I saw, uh, even the diapers were gone a lot. And like, I don't know if people are just shitting into them. But, you know, this is, this is where we are. When, when, when the pandemic hits, when things get cancelled... We worry about where we're gonna shit, you know. I think that's I think that's a fair concern, a very human concern. But I just wanted you to know from the front line that is what's happening. Uh, I hope you guys are well. I hope everybody in your family is safe. I hope you're safe. Um, I don't know if gigs are going to get cancelled. Like uh, I've, you know, I've got Melbourne Comedy Festival coming up. The festival says it's on. Uh, and I, I'm going as, as planned, but you know, that may change. Thank you for the jerk offs who have bought tickets so far. They're still on sale from my website, www.danielmuggleton.com slash gigs. Uh, and I'm going to wrap up this intro because before I came and spoke to you, I put a tea bag in the mug. I wanted to let it brew for a little bit while I did the intro. And I think I've overcooked it. I don't know. Six and a half minutes. Is that too much brew time? I'm sure people from the UK have very hard opinions on this, but I do have to say one nice thing being back home, tea bags have string again. I don't know why. I don't know. It's, it's Yorkshire tea. Don't worry. I've been converted. I'm on the good stuff now. I'm on the proper shit, but we got, we got tea bags. We've got the string on the tea bag. We can pull it out. We can put it in. It's very versatile. I don't know why the English like their bag in there to be fished out with a fork or a spoon. I don't know what it is. But I just know that I'm glad to be home because I'm burning my fingers less. All right, let's get into this week's episode. Jerkos, I'm chatting to Catherine Henson uh, from the US, found on Instagram at OohGirlYouNasty. Uh, I think that's a sentence that can only be said with an American accent. Um, super fun to chat to her. Uh, she is at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival as well. So if you enjoy it, book those tickets. Don't forget. But... Jerkoffs, here it is, another episode chatting to America's Catherine Henson. Empty room. Drinking 
trumpets are crying, wailing at my tomb. I feel like vomiting with rain clenched and a kind of scream. You're particularly loud. I'm just a loud person. Yeah, I mean, look, definitely loud, but like a soft loud. Is that is that like a weird Me? observation? Yeah, I'm like, a soft loud. A soft loud, like you're, okay. you're definitely loud, but like in no way am I like, oh my god, please get her out of the room. There's loud, loud, but like, but like I, hard loud, you know, the, like the, that hard loud, where like they're banging shit. They're yeah. like opening doors loud, like everything's loud. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Um, I also just have like it, it depends on what I'm saying. People tell me I sound like Owen Wilson when I say wow, wow. Like sometimes <laughs> I do that, and it just. <laughs> And I, I'm also like, what? Like, and yeah. people, I find different groups of people will do an impersonation of me, right? Yeah. And they don't know each other, but their impersonation is always the same. It's always like, meh, 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 like right, like kind of a, a Muppet. Yes, I was yeah. going straight to Muppet, yeah. and I'm glad you got there first because yeah. I didn't know it could be insulting, if we know each other not, well yeah, enough, yeah. made a jump straight to Muppet. It's all right. It's yeah. hard to offend me. It's hard to offend you. I get that impression, but yeah. I think that's like a. That's definitely like an American, like East Coast American thing. But I don't know, like you were, you were born, like you were raised not East Coast. You've no. become East Coast. I become East Coast. I yeah. transformed. Now I'm Biggie, not Tupac. Yes. Yes. There we go. Um, but I'm good, very white. Good I'm up really to date reference. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you wanted a rap reference that dads could get. <laughs> yeah, right. Even yeah. the dads are like, fuck, I'm so glad she used an old one. This I am is searching great. for my dad. So just anything. Really? Oh, well, my. no, not really. Oh, okay. You found him? I know where he is, but yeah. I, I don't really, I know where he is. <laughs> Um, I've seen yeah. him from across a courtroom recently. Not recently, but relatively recently. What? It's so well. My father, my mother, and my father were married for ten years. Sure. It seemed to be a marriage of convenience. My mom's gonna love that I'm saying this to people. Yeah. Okay, but it I seemed mean, to she be. She says it to her friends. It's. I'm, I'm imagining like over like well, mahjong. I don't know why. She's seventy-five. She's seventy-five. Yeah. So yeah, wow. she's probably gonna love I announced that too. Um, <laughs> So she's 75 year olds listen to podcasts. My no. goodness. Well, it's funny. I was trying to explain to her what a podcast was the other day. And, yeah. and I thought it was, it was, it was pretty funny. And I was like, <laughs> maybe there's a bit here trying to explain to your mom what it is. She was like, is it like YouTube? And I'm like, Oh yeah, God, kind of. Kind I mean, of. surely you should be able to get this. It's closer to the radio. This is like your big entertainment yeah, actually source. Actually going right back to the 1950s. Yeah. Just like, do you, you even miss a radio program and wish you could play it later? That's a podcast. You oh, got it. That's great. Look at that. Yeah. You're a better teacher than I. That's, that's what I do. I explain things to moms. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's my whole thing. Moms love him. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she's 75. She, my father was her third marriage. And I think she, my, she was my dad's third marriage too. Oh man. Or fourth. That's very, like, I'm just thoroughly impressed. Cause right. like my, my mom's like married to my dad and then that's it. My dad's like two divorces in now. Yeah. And I'm always impressed when other people, you know, well, kind of recklessly continue doing this thing. Yeah. Well, I was like, <laughs> b- before I found the guy I'm dating, I was like, both my grandma and my mom had been married and divorced twice by the time they were my age. And I can't get a text back. Wow. You know what I mean? I'm Heavy. like, what the fuck? You know, I'm like, that fucking sucks. Like, yeah. what does that mean? You don't have a commitment energy. They're worried yes. about your, your, your soft loud. Yeah, like, the soft loud They don't thing. commit. They're the ones that just poison you it's, over They breakfast. like it at first. And then they're the like, we want to bottle up the soft loud. We, yeah, we want, want the soft. soft. We don't want the loud. Yeah, exactly. Just soft, quiet. That's soft. what I. That's what I hear. <laughs> just women shouldn't speak. Yeah, um. <laughs> very reductive view of men here, but I back it's, it. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know what we like. Right. So, so my mom, she got married to this guy. It seemed so, and I was an accident. 
Okay. Yeah. I got that story out of her. Re- well, I got the accent part out of her a few years ago when I was drunk. I called her up. I was like, you're going to tell me. And she was like, you were a miracle. And I was like, that's not what that was. Um, <laughs> you drunk the hell your mom to find yes. out the real truth? Yes. I And that and also just my name because she named me Mary Catherine Elizabeth and uh-huh. we are not Catholic. Okay. So I was like, what's with the names, mom? And yeah. she spelled Catherine all weird too. Yeah. That's been an issue when yeah. I was trying to find you. Right. You, it's like, not a choice. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, I wasn't one of those people who was like, I'm going to make myself special. My mom did it. Yeah. And was, she, was it on purpose she spelled you weird? Or was yeah. It, or was she like... Yeah. Was that kind of like the first generation like hipster kid name? No, like that right? kind of vibe? No, she said the neighbors suggested it. The neighbors suggested yeah, she, it. So I drunk dialed her, but then I think <laughs> she didn't answer, so I texted her about it. Yeah. And I remember the text. I probably could find it somewhere, but like it was just like, you know, the neighbors suggested it. Only eight girls were named Catherine with your spelling in 1988 you are special and I was like okay yeah (laughs) thanks mom but it's like who listens to the neighbors on that Exactly. And I'm like, did, you know. <laughs> like, so I don't want to call this kid. i sorry. Just like picking over the fence like it's home improvement. Right. I was yeah. like, what should I call this thing? I was like, were they also the ones to tell you to keep me? Because that ah, was, uh, you know. There we Oh, my goodness. So my dad didn't want me, obviously. Obviously. So, so she found out she was pregnant. It was a surprise. She told my dad. My dad suggested very gingerly, apparently, like driving or something, an abortion. She was like, I will not. And then. Here I came. Um, so that was exciting for everybody, especially because it was like a loveless marriage, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So they were married at the time. So they were but, married. They were married 10 years. Not intended to be pregnant. Correct. Because okay. she was, I was born a day before her 44th birthday. So she was supposed to be barren. She Pretty was supposed much, to yeah. be done. Yeah. She everybody was supposed to be supposed out of the game. Done. Yeah. Everyone's like, don't even worry about pulling out. I'm good. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the, the womb has exactly. already pulled out. The womb is the womb is. Do I tapped. understand the female anatomy? Properly? I don't. I don't think I do either. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm barely a woman. Um, <laughs> so I showed up. I'm barely a woman. I should get paid more. Like honestly, yeah, I'm seriously. like barely. Like yeah. seriously, give me I those mean, dude rates. Exactly. I mean, the way what's coming out of this mouth. Oh. Um, so yeah. So then they were married for um, I guess. I guess at least 10 years. So I guess they'd been married around five years at that point. Then my dad, then mm-hmm. they started their divorce, which took about 10 years. It takes a long time. Family well, court, man. Or is it, is it the same in the States? Family court or is it? I think it's family court. Yeah. yeah. But it's also just my dad fought my mom over everything. And I asked uh-huh. her, you know, later in life, like why? And it, I th- I guess the idea is like he, the woman he married before my mom, he was like absolutely in love with. Sure. And she like cheated on him in the way where like she left with a party with another man, like Ooh. would leave leave on Christmas with him with the kids and like not say where she was and shit like that. And he was in love with her. So he gave her everything. So her idea, it, or I guess her thought is like he fought my mom on everything because maybe it was like the vitriolic hate probably stewing in him. Yeah, it's I don't like know. someone's got to pay for this. Right, yeah. because their divorce took 10 years. And in the divorce, my mom was like awarded... It's Nevada. It, it was like some sum of money that I guess had gone into an account for when my dad retired, and then she would get a percentage of it. Right. And he was about to retire, and he was like, I don't want you to have any of it. And she was like, listen... The amount they want to give me is a lot. How about I just, if we crunch the numbers, I take the percentage for the 10 years I was married to you. And yeah. then the rest can go to your new wife, who is one of, was one of, wife. Who was one of his patients. 
He's nice. a criminal psychiatrist yes. who had a private pa- practice. Oh my god! And began dating while married to my mom, like cheating on my mom with one of his patients, who was like this paranoid schizophrenic named Mimi. 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 I remember Mimi. Um, Drew Carey. Mimi. Kind of like that. Yeah. Jesus oh god. I mean, Christ. I hope they don't look the same. But geez. Yeah. <laughs> so. I don't think this is the first time I feel like I really don't need to be here at all. Like this, <laughs> this podcast is hosting itself currently. I was like, yeah, I was like, we'll get to where we need to go. Yeah, I'm just watching a documentary at this point. Please right. continue. So Mimi, so, you know, my mom was like, I'll just take this amount a month. It was like a percentage she was paid every month. Yeah, there was like a logic to it. It seemed yeah. fair. And it's sure. like Nevada law. Like Nevada law is fucked. Like the, the most somebody is required to pay for child support in Nevada is $500 a month. This is the most. Five dollars a month. That's nothing. Is that why Floyd Mayweather lives there? I probably, you know. <laughs> he wants some real cheap, like child support. Seriously, that's his, that's yeah, his energy. Because he still doesn't know how many kids he has. Yeah. Um, Isn't that uh, what a odd? Nevada. Can we? We can I take a quick pause on family history to go into yeah. Nevada? Yeah. Yeah. Nevada. As far as like American states goes, Nevada seems like the international waters of like American states. You know what I mean? Anything goes. Oh. Yeah, you go there to escape something. It's fucked. Like yeah. that's the is that the is well, that the actual energy? Well, like Reno nine one one, it is like that. What is Reno nine one one? Reno nine one one is like a very popular American show about cops in Reno. Okay, so it's but like it's, a cop spinoff. Yeah, exactly. Reno specific. But all, it's all ridiculous, and a lot of them are very stupid. The whole thing. Yeah, and it's based on just it, it being. I mean. Uh, prostitution's legal in Nevada. There's whorehouses. You know what I mean. And then, but then you it's, have to, it's legal here. You just can't solicit on the street. That. I learned about that recently. It's just like red lettering and stuff. It's just the if it's just the number. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you noticed. Like oh, you you came the other way on the train, but <laughs> Parramatta Road, which is like the main road, yeah. that kind of links the middle of Sydney with like the East Pit. Right. It's just like every now and again you just see just a number. Yeah. And yeah, my fiance didn't know what that meant until recently because she comes from the eastern suburbs where things are fancy. Oh, fancy. So you would, wouldn't yeah. say brothy, you'd say bordello. Okay. You know? Yeah. You'd be that kind of little, little, yeah. little uptake. I thought you were going to be like, I, I don't know if you noticed the number on the front of my house. Oh, but, uh, no. I'm, I'm not actually a prostitute. <laughs> no, this, this isn't just like a really niche kink that we're going through. Rumors aren't true then. Oh, sorry, okay. Jace. Um, um, but yeah, so like Nevada. You were born there? Yeah. You was, were raised there. I was born in Reno, raised in Reno. Reno. Reno, and I just clarified this with you, clarified this with you before you got on the pod. I thought that was East. I thought that was Atlantic City adjacent. It is yeah. not. No. Reno is separate. Reno's at West Coast. West Coast. Yeah. Near Tahoe. Near Tahoe. Yeah. Okay. Isn't that like a lake? Yeah. Beautiful lake. And Tahoe. then near that is Reno. Like yeah. Just super this close. kind of dumpster. Yeah, dumpster. Energy. Yeah, you drive through Verdi and then you get to Reno and there's Boomtown's there. Boomtown's in Verdi. It's what is a Boomtown. I've heard uh, of the Boomtown Rats, but that's all I got. Nope, country western themed casino. Lovely. Yeah. And a lot of kids parties happen there because there's like a whole kids area that's a ton of fun. And they had the virtual reality things like in the 90s, you know, when you could strap into the chair and it would like move you around a bit while you wore the glasses. and Like when the movie was in 4D and they'd spray with water. Yeah, we don't, I don't think we got sprayed with anything because uh, like in Nevada, that might be a little... Yeah. <laughs> like, you, know, you don't spray the kids in Nevada. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, all right. Just their dads. Just their dads, of course. Um, they pay for it. Uh so how long were you there for? I was in Reno 10 years. 10 years. So yeah. Until you were 10. Yeah. 
And then you got out of... So, like... Well, I didn't get out. I actually wanted to stay in Reno. You wanted to stay in Reno. Yeah. But this divorce... So, this divorce began. Uh-huh. And it became, like, a, you know, a, effectively a battle royale. It took 10 years for them to get divorced. Because my dad sort of fought my mom on everything. And this is all information my mom gave me later in life. Like, my mom was really cool. She pretty much sheltered me from all the, like, ugliness, you know, that was going yeah. on between her and my dad. I saw my dad a few times. But basically... For one visit, I, I was there and he brought Mimi, which you're not supposed to do. Right. And they like went into his room and I was like doing an arts and craft. And then I went to like get him and I saw them laying on the bed. And I don't know what they were doing, you know, but I told my mom and my mom, you know, told the court because she's like, look, what? We can't like, do this. We yeah. Kind of, I mean, it's kind of fucked up pretty much. And like on a visit. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty. Exactly. Yeah, like you could do this literally gross. any other time. Yeah. So they ordered that he was going to have to be, I can't remember what the word is, but basically supervised visits. Like yeah. some, And the first one that happened, he just never showed up. He, he made the, he agreed to come, then never showed up, and I never saw him again. <laughs> right. That it's was really sad to think about. It. it was like in the principal's office. I remember waiting there thinking, like, this is horseshit. It's like school is over. I'm here with this lady, yeah. and I'm in the principal's office. Why can't I go home? This fucking sucks. But, like, I literally never saw my dad again until a few years ago when this court battle started happening over what my mom had been awarded in the divorce. Wait, this happened again? Yes. So, so that's what I'm saying. So 10-year divorce. So 10-year divorce. She was awarded a certain amount of money. Yeah. When it came, when it came time for him to retire, he mm. was like, I don't want you to have anything. And she was like, look, how about I just take a percentage for the decade I was married to you and then the rest can go to Mimi. Yeah. And he was like, no, I want you to have nothing. So we went back to the Supreme Court of Nevada with her and my mom lost. So she lost this chunk of money that she had been counting on and even negotiated to be like, look, like, yeah, they gave me too much. Here, have. Yeah, but he was just. But he was like, fuck you. You so, get nothing. Yeah, so I went with my mom to the Supreme Court hearing and saw my dad from across the room. And he just looks like a mean, crotchety old man. I'm also not his only child. I have like f- three or four half-brothers on uh-huh. his side from other women and a half-sister that I've never... I mean, I might have met when I was a kid, but I don't know now. Right. There's no relationship at all. Yeah. So this is just a dude like, you know, jizzing everywhere. And then... Yeah. So it's hard to take the leaving of me personally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like This is kind of true to form. Like, it wasn't yeah. me specifically. Yeah. He wasn't worried about me. He wasn't no. like, oh, I just don't like this one. Yeah. He's like, I don't like any of them. I should have never done this. Okay. Yeah. Did you have any kids with Mamie? No, but I believe she had a son from a prior marriage who may or may not have been retarded. Am uh-huh. I allowed to say that word or am I going to get canceled? Mentally disabled. Something. I mean, I think like retarded, like if, if it's like medical. I believe that's what, or something was wrong with Timmy. With Timmy? That's his oh, name. Oh my goodness. I saw him on South Park. It was great. Um... <laughs> Based this off a real person. Yeah, this has been this has been like a lot to process. You when he you were sitting here before, it's hard to find things about you on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, fuck, in real life, they're everywhere. Yeah. Um, I can I can understand why this isn't coming up yeah. on your on your press releases. And this is like barely anything too. Okay. So it's you you and your mom and you've left. Right. Well then I have a half brother on my mom's side who's twenty years older than me. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is in his fifties now. So he is in his fifties, yeah. Jeez, that's like an old that's like an old man. It's weird. That's like a parent. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so we don't necessarily have the best relationship as a result, you know. Yeah. Okay. So then like at ten years old you moved that's when you moved east. No, when I was ten we moved to California. California. So yeah. you moved west. Well we were no, just like a little bit a little, a bit little west. east. A little east. 
Wait, ah. nope, a little west. A little You're west, right. yeah. I've driven. West. I drove. West. I, I did. I had my thirtieth birthday in Las Vegas. Oh, okay, I that don't was, know how to drive. So. You don't know how to drive? No, I never. Learned. Have you been to Vegas? No. You never been to Vegas? You were right Vegas. next to Vegas. Well, it's not really near Reno. It's, it's how long is the drive? I want to say like at least eight hours, if not more. Oh, okay. So like a Sydney to Melbourne kind of. Yeah, like like uh, Sacramento to L.A. Yeah, like long. Like yeah, it ain't long. it ain't just like pop it might down, even be more pop down for the day. Yeah, I don't think it's even like I don't think it's four hours. I think it's like eight. It's something. It's substantial. But like for me, like Nevada seems like you know that America that you hear like elects presidents like that kind of. Like that, like you know what I mean? Like they like elect the president. It's like Middle America, oh, yeah, like yeah, Walmart, yeah. strip yeah. mall. Is yeah. that is that the right vibe? Yeah, it's I I believe it's a red state. I'm pretty positive it's a red state. Yeah, and but like, like, do you see people in like cowboy hats and they got trucks? And yeah, it depends on the area. You know, there's nice areas of Reno. I mean, in downtown Reno, it's kind of crazy. Like uh, all but is it southern? Would you call it southern? No, they don't have the southern vibe. They don't have that like kind of barbecue thing. No, because it, it snows there. Too. It snows there. It snows mm-hmm. in Nevada, yeah. Okay. Um, it's it's like Tahoe, like is a skiing, uh, like Alpine Meadows, and like what do they call it, Mount Rose? I mean, it's like a skiing town too in the okay. winter, so it gets cold. So it's like, yeah, it is like, it's kind of got like a Western feel, but also not. Okay, you know, I don't no, know. No, it's all, I'm just, I, yeah, I'm like. Because, you know, as, as, a, as a tourist in America, like you only kind of play, you, you play the hits, you know, you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not listening to every album, you're listening to like the anthology where it's all together. Right. So like, you know, you never go in Arena. And I'm like. No one should. <laughs> no one should go to Arena? <laughs> no I think that's the first message of uh, today's podcast. It's <laughs> like, no one should go to Arena. No. Um, sorry, we should just introduce you quickly because I like, oh, I like yeah. to. Uh, Catherine Henson. Yes. Hello. From Catherine Henson, weird spelling. Spell it for them. I, I would love them to yeah. know. It's K-A-T-H-A-R-Y-N. Yeah. So it's technically, and we'll never do this, pronounced Catherine. Catherine. Yeah, but I, I'm not. I'm not playing that game. So You're not no doing that? Should. No, it's ridiculous. What about a syllable for no reason? Like a little bit of power. Like, no, you know, could you imagine somebody like says your name to go on stage? I'm like, no, it's Catherine. Ka- you know, it's could a, you imagine how obnoxious uh, that would be? Yeah, that's that's not good. No, it's no good. No, it does it doesn't come with uh, being well liked. No, if you're really rich, I think maybe like if you're like loaded. Yeah, but then you just make people do whatever you want. Yeah, that's more of like a power trip. Yeah, I mean, but I'm just saying, like it's over to you if the if the success comes. Like you can you can suddenly you can go to like one name like just Catherine just Catherine yeah I would pick a better name I'm not like the biggest fan of the of the name well I mean yeah look I wouldn't be either you know anything anything weird right no one wants to be weird I mean I tried to switch my name to like Katie in second grade you know when like like I try to affect the nickname. Well, I was Ooh. in I was in a gifted and talented program, right? Like one of those kids. Thank you for thank you for mentioning that. Yeah, I had to. <laughs> Second grade, I'm clinging to that still. That's like my glory days. <laughs> I don't know if I sorry. Can I can I make this link? Uh, <laughs> second grade, gifted and talented. Sorry, now right, now, now about my name. Yeah, and so but like they take you, they put us on a bus and take us to a totally different school, and so there I was. I know why. Wait, what? Right? Yeah, it was crazy. They didn't want the smart kids to be around the normal yeah, kids. Yeah, for but. for like not every day, but like it was like one day a week we would go to our like special class, right? And so when I went to the special school with the special class, even with the kids in from my class, I was like, here I'm Katie. You right. Know? So I got to be Katie, but I I am not a Katie. I'm not an IEY name. No. No. But like, sorry, you went with the special kids to the special school. I know that it's sad. No, no, no. It was the gifted opposite. and talented program. 
But like, were they the special kids? Did they go to like another special school? Well, you mean the special yeah, kids? Yeah, the special. You're I don't know quotes. where they went. They, they were on a podcast. We weren't Come on running now. in the same circles. <laughs> oh, you not with Katie. They didn't know Katie. Yeah, they didn't know Katie. They no heard of Kath Arnold. Yeah, they know. Yeah. I want to give. I want to. I'm kind of digging that. Giving it a little extra. Yeah, I mean, go for no. it. You know, I'm not fussed either way. No, dude, I, 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 I take, I take people how they want to be addressed seriously. It doesn't matter to me. Um, I'm very easy going. But okay, so this is oh, this is so. I just like because you got because of the twang. We had this just when we got a coffee. They yeah. were like New York. Which borough are you from? Yeah. Which kind of sounded like an Australian pretending they knew shit about New York, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. It's like which borough is that? Are you Law and Order or Law and Order SVU? Which one? <laughs> which one are you? I like SVU. Of course, yeah. it's always the best one. I'm, which sounds fucked. It sounds fucked. It's but very it is. difficult to. It's the best one though. I've watched them all. Like Me literally too. every yeah. episode of SVU. Me like, too. I adore it. Oh yeah, it's the best. And like it was a long winter. Yeah, because I because yeah I've gotten married as i said and like um we were trying to integrate the theme oh that's funny into the wedding somehow and we're like there's no way no that you can do that you without do vaguely that. bringing up a sex yeah yeah <laughs> on your wedding day we're just like we're just gonna have to abandon it we just wanted the dun dun like we just yeah. wanted that you know but um, you can't fun fact i worked with a guy whose very good friend was uh kelly giddish kelly that's the new lady the blonde lady rollins yeah. Yes. Well, and so I spent one Thanksgiving with her. Fun. No way. Right when she got it. Like, she, so she was new on it. Because she was young when she got it. Yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah, 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 that was a while ago. Also, fun fact, um, this was great. Because I've since <laughs> seen the episode. Um, I went to school in New York, and they were filming on the block of my school, right? So, And there was an episode where a kid is running covered in blood. So it was funny to see the kid after the take was done because they had a handler for him and it was like a little kid and he's like running around screaming and laughing covered in like fake blood. <laughs> um, but they had their chairs set up, right? Like like Mariska Hargitay said August's mommy because I guess her kid's name is August. Sure. Ice tea, right? So I go over to Ice T's chair and I am like, hello, I need a photo next to this chair right now. So I, my, my friend's taking photos of me next to the chair and this prop guy comes up and he's like, do you want to wear his badge and hold, hold a gun? And I was like, yeah. So he gives me this rubber gun. It's like a rubber gun oh and I'm God. wearing Ice T's badge. I mean, who knows if it was, but that's what I was told. Yeah. And I'm standing next to the chair and I am like, this is the best fucking day of my <laughs> life. Forget Ice T. It's all about the chair and the badge and the gun. Of course. Yep. So Dude. yeah, New York, right? That's great. That was a great day. That how, was a great day. Old, how old were you? I must have been. I mean, I it was either a freshman or sophomore in college. So I was either I moved to New York when I was seventeen. So I might have been right. I wasn't sure whether it was like a kid thing. Like, hey, kid, like have this great experience. Like you're like semi adult. No, 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 no. I was eighteen. Like, I was at hey. least eighteen. Yeah, I, I yeah, want to say yeah. probably eighteen, maybe nineteen. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, I say. I mean. Yeah, just the fact that his like Twitter handle is final level. Oh, see, like, I don't. I'm not on. I mean, I'm on Twitter, but so I don't know. Oh no, I, I he's like his final so level. That's final really, level. That's really old good. caps. That's really good. <laughs> he's he him and Coco. Yeah, what a fun thing. They're, are they not? T- they're not together anymore. Though like, I I don't know. Who knows? But that was fun to. Oh, sort it's of, wild, right? Yeah, like that's great. like yeah. he to me is like somehow like one of the like pinnacles of American culture. Yeah, me too. I yeah. think you just yeah. like. Because America, yeah, this, this is, sorry, the reason I like, obviously, I'm very curious about America. I like America and I get very annoyed when I, did you cop much of that? Because like the reason I was very excited to have you on is because yeah. you spent some time in the UK recently. Right, I did, yeah. And now you're in Australia. Yeah. Being an American, you guys, you stay American. You like the president. You know, once you're president, yeah. you're always Mr. President. Once you're yeah. American, you're always an American, you know? Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. But like, 
Yeah, did you cop any like criticism? Like, did you cop any like hate for being American? Did you cop any like comments or like even with crowds at shows? Like, was there kind of like this anti-American thing? No, the only time I I got anything. So I have a I have a bit about um, the premise is when sports are on, men are distracted, and therefore women are safe. That's a good bit. Thank I like you. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. excited about it. And I ask someone, I, you know. I have kind of like roped in crowd work where I'm like, what's your sport? And people would say football. Mm. And often I'm like, you mean like soccer? And when oh, I would yeah. say that, they'd boo me. And I'm Absolutely like... Absolutely, don't do that. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, but I'm like, what? I'm like, hello. I'm just trying to make sure we're talking about the same thing. No. They no, would no, lose no. their mind. That was the only time. They'd like boo me. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I can't even think of an equivalent. Like, it'd be like, like I don't know, just like some kind of slur. Like, you know, like, really? like a claret. <laughs> Like a clarify, oh like a clarifying where it's like, you know, just like, just like, av- like, you know, Africans, Americans, and they're like, oh, do you mean? And you're like, whoa, no, hey, whoa, hey, oh, hey, is hey. Is it really that bad? Dude, that, that is like a serious oh, thing for like football fans. Like, you know, and obviously I do mean soccer, like, and they, and they know, like, they know that like the American football is like MLS, Major League Soccer. So like, they're aware that you guys call it soccer. But even in Australia, there was like, there was like a point. I think it was like maybe 2006 or 2005. Because it was just before we're in the World Cup again for the first time yeah. in ages, where we officially stopped calling it soccer. You won't hear it oh, referred to as soccer, in, but like in the UK, okay. they will get like not proper mad at you, but very fun mad at you. Well, now, do 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 people know what the NFL is? Yes. And can I refer to that in a joke and have it not be offensive to it? Because I I do that. But if you say like NFL, yeah, I say NFL. That's fun. Okay, well, so fine. American, I'm going to stop clarifying. American football? It's just, okay, American football. So, like okay. we, we have Like, we have Australian football, like Aussie yeah. rules football. The thing that so. I find would have maybe taken... It, I find, Somebody said to me, because I tried to edit something to fit UK culture. Like, instead mm-hmm. of saying trash for a joke, I said bin, right? Because that's what they say. Yes. And so one you're, comic... You're referring to the receptacle yeah, as receptacle, opposed to the yeah, contents. Correct. Yeah. And... Um, we would also say bin. Bin. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Well, and then somebody had suggested I do that to see if it would make more sense to mm-hmm. audiences. And then a comic was like, it actually takes me out of the joke hearing my accent try to use... Bin. The, the slang. Yeah. Whatever. The slang or however they put it. <laughs> so with that said, I'm kind of like, if somebody says football... If I'm like, oh, football, you know, the, I wonder if the same thing will happen. Well, I mean, I, I would like, I would say like your football, not like our football. Like I would play off that. <laughs> okay. And if, basically, if you're going to say soccer, lean into it. Yeah. As in like, I'm saying this to piss you off. Yeah. I mean, well, you hear this accent. Like if I've ever been, I, like I have things that I, lines that I do that I know are supposed to elicit a, oh, you know, and yeah. then I can like yell at them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because this accent is very, I guess, funny to people to hear yell. Yeah. When you get me all worked up, apparently I'm very amusing. Like, <laughs> you wind me up. Like the, the voice is like... Rah, rah, rah. Yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like, um, it's funny actually. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people hear, when they hear comedy in an American accent, like an East Coast American accent, they're like, that's correct. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is how it yes. should... You know what I mean? Like that's how it should be. 
like yeah it's quite it's quite funny like i don't know i don't know why i i definitely have that with like certain things in like an australian accent yeah like it's it's fun. i like cunt with you cunt guys you guys are like you can't like you, everybody's throwing it around <laughs> so much i think it's really funny mate you have not spent enough time in the uk if you think they're not dropping well, that i also i also hear it there but it, it's like for some reason i equate it with australians more i don't know why i think i think like we kind of use it like the least necessarily maybe that's like what it it's is. just for fun yeah like you know like i yeah i have like a thing in a joke where i'm just like talking about a plane i'm like watch me land this cunt <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like, i'm not i'm not talking about the guy <laughs> watching you land i'm talking about the plane as a cunt yeah 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 like, that's what that's what yeah. we'll do whereas like the british is still kind of directed at a person right right yeah but like did you find it offensive at any point i should not like you're, you i'm not offended it. no yeah but americans I, don't like it man when i've done stuff no, over there they you really have don't to explain it when I called my mom a cunt, the one time I did, I will never forget it. It was, you know, when the the parent is just quiet, right. totally silent. Wow. Give, yeah. me, give me some cons. When? Why? I don't even remember. I've never called my mom a cunt. Well, God bless I her. Lovely, lovely, lovely woman. Don't know what we were fighting about. So I it was, was mid fight. I remember where I did it. It was, okay. it, it was like in a doorway of her bedroom. And I just remember the look she gave me and how and the silence and she like stared at me and then walked away and I knew it was fucked up for me. I'm from there. I was like, oh, that was bad. You did know? you did you like have to apologize? Like, was it one of those ones like I should start apologizing right I now? Th- I I think. I, I mean, I think I went and thought about what I did because I was like, <laughs> if she's so mad that the fighting stopped, right. you know, it then must have been. it's fucked, you know? Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Because like, yeah, she's kind of older. Because like, I think older people yeah. here still don't like it. Like just in, in the, in the way yeah. that I'm like swearing. Um, like I noticed that if you're over like 65, like you're probably swearing, yeah. you're still kind of like, it kind of like gets a little, little tick in your face. You're like, ugh. I mean, I was doing a gig here last night and like some old people I can really rock with, but then there's some and I, I saw them before I went up and I was like, this is not going to yeah. be for them. And when I got to my fisting bit, they were like, apparently like this, th- these younger people who were seated at their table, like the husband turned to the wife and said, we should go. <laughs> and you're just, I'm just like, I think we've I had enough so here. Bad. It's weird because it's like when I really think about what I'm saying, I guess I could feel like, oh, maybe this is too much, but like. I'm saying it because it's like I've lived it. Not that I, I've never been fisted, but or fisted anyone. But like, um, <laughs> what an amazing clarification! I just yeah, want to make sorry. Like, look at the right here. Like just, I'm not saying it's not my personal experience. Yeah, uh, fisting joke. It's like a all first right. person. Yeah, yeah. But it is like you know. And the only reason I went there is because the the gig was kind of rough. Like they weren't going with me with the cocaine stuff and whatever. And I just mm. ended up. I was like, you know what? Fine. Like I, I find if a gig, if it's interesting doing clubs versus then like a bar show, right? Yeah. And it's... Well, in Australia, pretty much everything's a bar show. Right. Like there's only As like, I mean, not at New York, but a lot of bar shows in New York. Yeah. But like, two, you know, two or three like comedy clubs in the country in Australia. Right. Whereas like in the UK, like everything's kind of a comedy club. And I definitely yeah. think like there is an energy that you get and that they get when it's like, this is a comedy club. Right. This isn't happening in your bar. Right. You know what this is. Yeah. Like we're going places. Well, it becomes easy or I find. And then what I find is like, what's made me at least as good as I, I mean, like I can still get better and I'm going to get better and whatever, Mm. but what's built me up to being as where I'm at, I guess. Mm -hmm being serviceable on stage and funny you know most of the time serviceable. Yeah. good um is like doing rooms that are tough right and having to work for it 
Yeah. But then when I go, if once I get used to the good rooms, which I guess like I've sort of been doing in the UK because I just got to Australia recently. Mm. Then when I go back up in a room like that, you know, you start to do your little jokes and then you realize, oh, we're not like in that room. We're in a room where I need to connect differently Mm. in order to do these jokes. Like I don't get to just go up there and do my regular jokes with my like roped crowd work to get into my jokes or whatever. It's kind of like, no, we're moving this to another level of like, yeah time to actually connect like which is a totally different skill that you don't necessarily have to use in a big comedy club when everyone's waiting for when everybody's excited to see you and what you have to say and isn't necessarily like you know make me laugh clown you know yeah just like hey i was eating a pizza and now this thing's happening yeah why are you ruining my pizza yeah yeah like yeah no it's it's an interesting yeah it's funny because like i don't know we're talking about this uh, the other day when i when i mentioned the thing about i swear like do you think americans idealized struggle in like general like you know i'm wondering because like i i've thought about what you're what you're saying after that like for me like i can speak from my personal experience and i mm. can speak for what i see because sure. you know you get so i'll start with like you know you got I mean, all these this podcast just so you know is about sweeping generalizations okay perfect that is yeah. what we're doing here Great. it's the best fantastic like um you know you got all these new york comics who are getting on the internet and they're doing one of two things. They're either saying like, packed show, everybody killed, which is like lies. Lie, yeah. lie, 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 lie. <laughs> not everybody didn't kill. That's not, it's like impossible. Yeah. You know, it, and the show was probably okay. You know what I mean? Like kill our show, blah, blah, yeah. And then you got people out here like, we out here grinding, we're in these streets, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, whatever. <laughs> what the fuck ever. You know what I mean? We're doing comedy. And like for me... I, li- I I like getting up. Mm-hmm. I'll do any room. I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. I find a way to work in whatever room I'm in. You know sure. what I mean? And so whether the show was good or bad, I mean, sometimes I'm not in the mood for a really bad show, but I was like, I can, I can personally get something done. And some, and I think for some of the New York comics, sometimes like it was when I would realize like a show was really bad, like there's four people. I'm like, for some of them, that's the only show they got booked on that week. You sure. know, like they might just be transitioning out of being in in mics, you know what I mean? Mm. Into bar shows. So I'm like, for them, they're, you know. This is huge. That's that's all they, that that is the show, you know? And so I was lucky enough to like, I guess, work. I mean, I worked for it, you know? And I was willing to do anything, like not anything. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was willing we're, to do anything. We've already clarified, yeah. fisting, yeah. none, ever, yeah. either way. Not related to the comedy. But, yeah. <laughs> but. You know, so it's like, I do think, I think it varies. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, I, sorry, I just, I meant it like not necessarily in the comedy lens, but obviously like what, what else are we qualified to speak on? But this is the beautiful thing about yeah. sweeping generalizations. <laughs> um, I just, yeah. I, cause it, it's funny. Cause in my head, like America's always a glitzy kind of like we made it. Yeah. Like you, it's like, it's, you know, it's the bottle the bottle of you, like, sorry, the photo of you with the expensive bottle of champagne, like, burning money, like, that's kind of peak America. You know what I mean? Like, I have extravagant <laughs> success. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just yeah. Like, no. Just like... I see that. Kind of like kind of like America. 90s rap video. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's peak, like, you know, of, of just, like, America. And and it's it's about the success, and it's about, like, celebrating the success. Like, right. you know, that's why the winning team gets invited to the White House right. and gets, you know, McDonald's and shit, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like the more that I kind of think about it is like not really that like I think the American dream is kind of like this rags to riches yeah kind of like ascent through the class system yeah 
and yeah. like to from from like uh oh, one day i was sweeping floors now i right. own the company yeah like, like american idol yes. you know what i mean like if you dream it you can be it yeah like, yeah and it's like and the struggle is kind of celebrated in like this kind of like you should go through struggle because then your story is going to be better when you win right like there's still this positivity of like you are going to succeed yeah but like i think the struggle is idealized whereas like it's funny because in the uk i think the messaging they put out is like stiff up a lip like keep stiff. calm carry on uh-huh. like you know that kind of thing where it's like yeah. it'll be fine just be calm don't let it rattle you right like that's their energy but like they don't really like it's the uk is not about breaking the class system right it's not about going up through it it's about doing your bit correctly like you're middle class you'd keep being middle class dude you crushed it if you're working class you keep serving these rich people dude you're doing great right but don't complain while you do it yeah whereas like it's quite funny because i think oddly the american one probably idealizes the struggle even more because it's like you know how could you not you got no health care like you got no safety net it's terrifying what's interesting about what you're saying is like what I noticed happening and I was like on a podcast and we were discussing it. It was like an Irish comic and like an American like white male comic, right? Sure. We were talking about some of these hot shows like in New York. It's like this Irish comic was hanging out with another Irish comic and who's doing relatively well, Sean Finnerty. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know, no. but you know, and they were watching it and they were watching this show and it's very diverse, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what it is. Not necessarily funny. They were both like, who is this for? But it's a hot show. It's packed. You know, it's got, it's a show any comic wants to do. Yeah. And it's almost like, it seems like people are more focused on booking for, I guess, sort of what you're talking about, the struggle, the diversity, whatever, as opposed to who might be funny at mm-hmm. any given time. Now, I'm not saying like all white dudes are funny because they're not, you know, Wait, we're but not. Yeah, no. I gotta, I gotta it? tell a lot of Newsflash. people. Newsflash. <laughs> I gotta tell a lot of family members. Yeah. Like, you know, they've been pitching me jokes for years now. Right. I just kind of assume they were funny. <laughs> I don't know. Holidays canceled. Damn it. Um, but yeah, so it's like, I think sometimes, I mean, that's just like another version of what you're saying, I think. It's like, the struggle is idealized. They, they're like, oh, this will look better on the show because this person has a story of struggle, mm. you know, as opposed to like a guy who's just a guy who came from a happy fucking family and they're brothers and they make sketches, but they don't get booked on anything because they're just like these white dudes. They're just dudes. They're just they're like just whatever. Dudes. Even though they're both funny. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I mean, I, sorry, it's just like, I just think it's like a, it seems to be something you guys highlight more yeah. than other places. It's like, you know, even in rap songs where the guy is rich. Yeah. He's always talking about, I used to do this shit job. Where he came from. Like, I could just, I find it so funny. Like, these are like the biggest rappers in the world and they're still bragging their songs about how they were good drug dealers though. Yeah. Like, yeah, don't, yeah. <laughs> don't discount my ability right. to like sling drugs. Like, yeah. I was killing that. You couldn't have been that good because now you're a rapper. Yeah. Dude, you gave up on it. Yeah. Like, you had this little plan B of rapping. Yeah. But it's funny just because like, yeah, because I, I think you guys are kind of considered like these, not like spoiled as a country, but like definitely like, you know, you show your wealth and like the, you're immodest. Right. Immodest is the I word. I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah. I think in a lot of ways, like you're, that's not really fair, I think. I don't know. You know, I, I mean, it's to be honest, I'm probably the wrong person to ask because I spend most of the time thinking about me, which is very American, I would say. Yeah, yeah. definitely that. But 100%. Like, <laughs> but on that, so it's like, I'm not really, I don't pay to, like, I hear what you're saying. Sure. I just, other people, like, what they do, I think can piss me off so much that I really, I don't focus a lot on other people in, in there, mm. you know, like. But it, like, do you think, like, that is part of, 
American culture, like focusing yeah. on yourself. It's Absolutely. just like, don't worry about anyone else, man. So, so that's the one I'm going. Don't worry about the delivery yeah. driver. Just worry where your food is. You know well, what I'm saying? Not, well, I'm very nice to people, though. I okay. like being nice. But you are a very nice country and it's, a nice person. Well, no, no, not it's not a nice country. I wouldn't say it's a nice country. You guys don't think you're nice? Well, I mean, it's really? You think we're nice? Yes. I absolutely. Don't know. Scary I don't know. nice. Ridiculous. Really? Christian nice. Huh. You know, like nice, it's like there must it's, be a conversion coming. Like that kind of nice. But I feel like we're quick to snap. No, not really? for foreigners. I don't. Well, not for white foreigners. Oh, maybe but, I don't know. Like oh, I, I, I mean, no, no. But it's like when I'm in New York. I mean, this is so like basic New York. But it's like I can't stand tourists because everybody's in my fucking way. Yeah, that's but so you, like you be know. just quietly annoyed, like quiet. I think. Like I mean, I guess we're not screaming at yeah, people. Yeah, like, like you know, your homeless people yell at you. That's <laughs> something. That yeah. You, New York well, has the craziest homeless people ever. Worse than oh yeah, uh, crazy. We have craziest homeless, but not the worst homeless problem. That's San Francisco. San Francisco homeless it's is terrifying. I don't know. It, it it's yeah. But that's like America, right? Like it's like the tech city. It's never been worth more and everything. Yeah, and it's, it's crazy. just like these homeless people just there everywhere. Like, yeah, everywhere. They shipped them there from like Nevada and Arizona and shit. They put them on buses. Bullshit. Yeah, like they bought like I. It was like this whole thing. I read about it. They like were buying like the crazy people bus tickets to San Francisco. Yeah. Why? Because they, because they just San Francisco. I guess like just welcomed the the whole thing. I mean that's why there's so many. The population's like out of control uh. for the homeless. It's it's fucking crazy and i like live in new york and like see homeless people like i'm like alarmed i don't i don't like going to san francisco and i used to love it as a like a kid yeah yeah no yeah i, I found it very confronting when i was yeah, there i hate it because it's definitely confronting like, that's here, a word for it yeah yeah here i'm sure you would have noticed there's like very few yeah i don't see any homeless people yeah. well this is like kind of the burbs where we are now like burbs yeah but i've been, been around ish but yeah but it's still it, it's, it's still minor nothing compared yeah. to like the uk and America. I mean, like, America's got the most. Okay, and I think that's yeah. that, that's got to be like yeah. a healthcare thing, right? Like, just there's no other explanation. I mean, uh, yeah, probably. Like, yeah. States, it seems it's like the way that I always think about the states is like it's just the country with no safety net. There is no safety net. No. If you fall, you hit the ground. Like that's that's the. Yeah, end. it's funny. Like I've never thought of it like this. Like everything you're saying. Like like yeah, I guess you're right. Like somebody was. So I have a UK SIM right yeah, now sure. and real excited about it. I'm connected to three. I can use my data in America, in Australia, in the UK. Isn't it amazing? It's incredible. Yeah. Love it. And my thing ran out, right? Like for a couple of days in the UK, mm. it was still working. And then I got a phone call and text and they were like, yeah, no, like even when you're, when you, when your SIM runs out, when you're out of whatever, yeah. you can still get phone calls and texts from people you just can't text back is that not the same everywhere no in america when you're done you're done like if you haven't paid you can't for receive. it you can't receive as far as i know you can't receive uh-huh. it, when your shit is out it's out it's fucking out you can call 911 <laughs> and that's like it i think and that that is not a free call no, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna pay to be murdered in my country so i'm pretty sure when you're done you're done like phone right. like i've called friends where i'm like oh shit their phone's off like can they, i, can they I ask american bill. sims what's the deal with because i came back and my uk sim you could roam all of europe you could roam america you could roam yeah. australia and like it's the same like it doesn't mm-hmm. add anything on yeah. and then i got back to australia and i went to new zealand and i was like we're basically the same country yeah who gives a shit right and i was like trying to get internet and they're like no it's like a dollar a minute and i'm just like are you fucking kidding me what year is it wait with which sim with with my australian sim because oh, like, i switched oh, i switched I over because i was yeah, like yeah. i'm living it now screw yeah, it yeah, here yeah. we go and they were just like yeah we don't do roaming and i'm like what dude i don't know what american phones do 
like because I haven't used it out here because I hate them all. I hate them all. I've been with everybody. <laughs> I fucking hate them all. And I will tell Wait, you this: you change providers in the states. I I I have changed. Yes, yes. I, I have, have. I have never gone, changed. A I've provider. gone from contract to fun. This was a pro tip an Apple Store guy gave me. <laughs> so when I started working at the Sex Dungeon, which we can talk about or not, sure. whatever. I went and bought a phone. I broke my phone. Um, you know when like you never have anything bad happen and then in one time you like break two phones within three months? That's right. when I had never lost a phone or fucked up a phone. I like ruined two. It's, it was incredible. So I went to the Apple store, bought a phone just outright in cash. I was like, give me a phone so I could get just any SIM. So I wasn't beholden to anybody because I was right. pissed. I was pissed at I've one I've never of them. bought a phone attached to a plant. I've never done yeah, it. Yeah, we have to. That's it. They get you in a weird thing when they're like, ooh, you can get a new iPhone for just this much money a month or just this much money. You can like loan the phone from the company. Yeah. And turn it. It's all fucking horseshit. You guys are the loan, like car loans. We're sharks. Who We're sharks. Who the fuck ever got a car loan outside of America? Everything is like, ah. that's why when I walked in your apartment, I'm like, oh, have you thought about renting this space? You could make <laughs> some money, you know? I'm just like, very transactional, very fucked up. It was just very funny. It's just like, you got a room in here. Like, you could, you could yeah. use that you can, like, that could be money dude this? yeah so the apple store guy yeah he was like if you buy a phone outright look it up like every prepaid phone plan is better and cheaper than the than the contract plans mm-hmm. and i looked it up i could get unlimited talk unlimited text unlimited data for way less than the contracted plans yeah it's just prepaid so i like i was like fuck yeah so but even so they fuck you if you need it for just a couple days right totally so anyway, i call them and yell at them do you yeah. do that Oh, I, I have yelled at, I've yelled at Sorry, everyone. Sorry, I just can't believe it. I just asked like a New York person if they ever called customer service and know, yelled. Right? It's like, have I, you ever done that? It's dude, like, we invented that. I mean, I called my internet service provider one time when it wasn't working in the middle of the night when I was trying to watch. It was during the last season of Game of Thrones. I was trying to watch <laughs> one of the episodes. It was my only chance to watch it because my week was so busy and my internet wasn't working. So I called them up and like created a lie that i convinced myself was true i so i could be angry i was like i have a deadline and they were like well we have service interruptions because we had to work on it. i was like but you should have sent a notice now i have to get on a train take my computer find a friend who's gonna let me into their home at three in the morning so i and none of this is true i just wanted to watch game of thrones you're just sitting there being like load got a five dollar credit Yep. Five dollar credit. That's worth it. Thank it. you. That's what all that was for. I, I swear they're the most polite in the UK because in the UK I just call up and be like, my bill is too high. And they'd be like, <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty high actually. And I'd be like, Yeah. Is there anything you guys can do about it? And like, what about half? And I'm like, Great. Great. <laughs> that was the length of the phone call. Can I play just a a provider? Just I, I will shout you out forever. I tried Good. to do that here and they're like, but all the charges are valid. And I was like, Yeah, but I don't want to pay it. And they're like, well you have to and yeah. i was like i fucking hate this country i mean that's how they are in america <laughs> and 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 things that won't make any sense or like like i can't even but i i got misinformation i love using that i'm like i was given misinformation <laughs> you know and i was like and i have been you know i like extortion i'll throw that word <laughs> i get on the phone with these people and yeah. throw around words like do i even really know the true meaning i don't know you and gotta try, lie though you have yeah. to i was like i was given the wrong information why would i have signed up for this yeah. plan if i was given all exactly. the information and i'll just like let everything that's upset I was me misled that oh that's a good misled. one yeah that's nice and i just swirl it all into that and like i always start with i know this isn't you 
Oh, I you know do this that? isn't your fault. That's nice. But then I start it with that, so then I can like blow up oh. without it being like personal. I've, I've heard the tip <laughs> that you just want to go straight to the top. Like you get to the first oh, person, and you're like, "All right, I want to speak to your manager. I don't give a fuck what like you know like you you get out of here. I'm going above." Sometimes they can help you. Starting it depends there, on, yeah. You know, you never know. This is. I think this has probably been the most useful conversation <laughs> I've ever recorded. Everybody's like boring. No, <laughs> dude, like, yeah. this, this is what it's all about. Yeah. This is what honest. Don't you reckon like? If someone's like, I had a kid, I'm like, whatever. Yeah. But like, if someone's like, hey, I got like a free phone plan for three months. I'm like, how? Yeah, exactly. You're like, <laughs> ding, ding. Yeah. I mean, because we know I'm how so kids are I'm so much made. more interested in that. But I just thought of another thing for America. All right. All right. What about this? The country of terms and conditions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That like. I click and it's just a, you click agree. You've no, you have no idea what you're agreeing to. Yeah. And who has like, time for that? Everything there, terms yeah. and conditions, I think. Like just because yeah. I just, the thing that freaked me out was when I heard that you have to get the right ambulance. Like your ambulances are branded. I can't, I don't even know. And like for the most part, like I'll, frankly, it's like. If there is a chance to not get an ambulance, don't get the ambulance. That's you know what I mean. Like Uber, you're getting like you're getting like a you got like a wound and you're going in an Uber. Yeah, no, yeah, because the ambulance is going to cost you an arm and a leg. I can't even remember when was the last time there was a great. De- I, I was in a situation where there was like a massive debate about whether or not to get an ambulance for this person. <laughs> And like two people were arguing about it because one was like, I'm getting the ambulance. I can't remember who this was for. And the other person was like, don't you fucking dare because all you're going to do is pile on chart like hospital charges that this person isn't going to want. Get them like a get them in a cab, you know? Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. So they're like screaming when somebody like I think needed to go somewhere. <laughs> it's like dying on the ground and these yeah. two people are just arguing. But the ambulance Fuck. is so expensive and healthcare. Like I don't have healthcare. Yeah. Um, is that scary? Like on a day to day? I have. N- n- well, it's like this is how expensive it was. Like, well, I was on Medicaid for a minute, which was great. What's I, Medicaid? Um, it's like free healthcare from the government when you make below a certain amount of money. Okay. But it's, you don't get a ton of perks, but at the same time, a friend of mine who filed for bankruptcy ended up, she had like breast cancer or something or vulva cancer, some shit, but she got it removed for like no money on Medicaid. So I don't know. I don't know how it all works. Point is I had it because when you pay for healthcare, like, like Obama's plan, like when I like looked at it myself for New York State, I was like, this sucks for me. Because uh. the amount of money you are paying for the catastrophic plan, which basically means if you're hit by a bus, after you pay six grand into your hospital bills, that's when your insurance will kick in. Your deductible is $6,000. So you're hit by a fucking bus, you pay six grand, then your insurance starts stepping in to help you. Right. Which means you're still going to incur charges past the six grand, but you have to pay six grand first. So it means like, and it's, it's useless unless you're hit by a fucking bus. Then the next plan after that is like bronze. And th- they go up in the month. So the catastrophic plan was $170 a month. So that means I'm paying $170 every month in case I have some disaster happen to me yeah. after I pay six grand, after paying that 170 every month, you know, like I'm never going to spend six grand a year on my medical bills as a healthy sure. person. So the fact that I was being forced in some ways to 
pick a plan that ultimately I couldn't afford and was barely using was really challenging for me. I was like, I can't afford $170 a month on what I'm making, yeah. but I'm being forced to do it. And I, it doesn't even help me. Like I, I can't, can't get anything, any I benefit I, yeah, unless I, can't, I pay six grand up front. Yeah. Like I can't right. actually go to the doctor right now and yeah. still not be paying out of pocket. So I was like, this sucks. And so I was like, fuck this. Like I'm not for this. So I was actually, I still don't even know how it works, but I was like thrilled when Trump, like eliminated that. Like everybody was upset and like, I think we should have universal health care and whatever for everybody that's affordable. But that was not personally affordable for me. Yeah. That fucking blew. That ruined me for a little bit. Right. Interesting. Yeah. It is. It's so complex over there. Yeah. It was trash. Like, yeah. I got very angry. You got very angry? Which is weird because I'm like, technically speaking, very, I'm liberal, you know, but I was like that, this plan is not good for me. Well, I mean, that's the that's the the thing here that we kind of debate is like to become a republic. And the thing that's difficult about it is I think ideologically everyone's like, yes, being a republic, great. We don't need to be the Commonwealth anymore. Awesome. And it's like, what plan should we have? How should we structure the government as a republic? And everyone's like, fuck, uh, it's yeah. not good. Whatever. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like universal yeah. healthcare. It's like you guys, I don't, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Do do what? Like, like implement it. Implement universal healthcare. I don't know. I don't know how to do it either. And like, I guess I've just like... It's, it's so it's so far, you know? Like here, it's just been going the whole time and it yeah. costs more, but like it's a little bit more and it's spread out and you're like, oh yeah. Yeah, I don't even know how it works. I mm. just, I, you know, I, I, I basically just try to not think about it. Yeah. That's sort of how I'm, I, again, I'm very focused on me. <laughs> um, so I'm just like, you yeah. know, like I, I probably should see a dentist, but like I go to, I go to Planned Parenthood once a year. Mm-hmm. I get a barely a physical every couple years i get a pap smear sure they load me up on birth control and then that's kind of that's kind of my that's my thing you're on your way if something's wrong if something's ever been wrong i'm just sort of like well we're gonna have ginger tea and like like i had the flu and that was super scary but then it went away can you can you go to canada what's the deal with like i have no idea canada in the uk i'm sure if you went into yeah you get travel insurance i guess I, I had to buy it to come here. Yeah. Which is the only time I've ever bought it. Yeah. Because like then you can be fine. Maybe, that, maybe that's the, the system. You know, get travel insurance, have a trip planned if you're unwell and just make it to the trip. And then... So you, when you start feeling a little sniffle... Yeah. Get your travel insurance booked in. Plan a fucking trip. Exactly. Plan a vacation. Just get, get across Australia, the UK. And then drag yourself across a border. Yeah. And then be like, I really need to go to hospital now. It's like, what are you in Australia yeah. for? Uh, that would be a doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was, somebody was telling me Valium's cheap here and I was like, oh, should I book an appointment? But they were like, you're going to have to see a doctor a few times. I was like, never mind. Yeah. No, you can. You can definitely lie to your doctor to get Valium here. Yeah. It's like, Fun. yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, all the stuff's like free, dude. Oh, wow. It just, Damn. it's, di- it's a different game. Yeah. But okay. So you're, you're, you're an American lady. Yeah. You were. West Coast, best coast. Then you've gone East Coast. Well, I'm mostly East Coast. Really. So like your, your yeah. adult life has been East Coast. Yeah, essentially. yeah. I was. I've been in New York. I guess like 14 years. Okay. Maybe 15, something like that. And do do you think there's like is is it like a defining different? Obviously, like climate wise. And if you go to LA and New York, you're like these are very different places. Yes, yeah, yeah. These are very different vibes. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like, would it be would it be fair to say like LA is like more like Latin vibe and like New York's like I don't know what New York's vibe is. There's like well, just two. There's so much. I mean, there's more Mexican food in LA. Yes, I that's mean, pretty much all I got. Yeah, it's, it's close. It's near Mexico. Of course, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like the weather. It's like sunshine and mm. like uh, you know movie industry, glossy like Hollywood. You yeah, know? and they're hot. 
Yeah, they're all. They, but yeah, I they think fans like hot. New York, they're hot as well. They're they're hot, but we're hot in like I think a different way. Don't have a gym membership in yeah, New York. Like we do, but we don't talk about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're like, who's talking about this shit? No, because was that was that noticeable? Because that that was genuinely when I went to the UK, when I went to England, I was like, these people look terrible. Yeah. Uh, they're gross as a group, yeah. almost across the board. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah. Anyone who's hot is an immigrant. That's a fact. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then you go. I came back here, and I was like, man, I need to put in some work. You know, right? I've come back. I got. I went. I went to the gym a few times. I got my teeth done a little bit. I was yeah. like, fuck, man, it's, just to fit back in. No, in the UK, I was an Adonis. I, I was, yeah, right. <laughs> I, um, I got fat in the UK, and I know I'm not fat, but like for me, you put on a bit. Yeah, because like I guess I don't know. I'm used to running around a lot, and like just one thing I noticed about spots. Like in New York, it was like, I okay, I was working a day job, mm-hmm. then I'm doing spots, and I'm doing podcasts, and I'm running around constantly. So yeah. it's like I'm in motion always. Like I'm always doing over 15,000 steps. Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. So then it's like when I got to London, and it's like and not only... Winter, we should just clarify. Yeah, January, February. Yeah. Less spots to be had, generally speaking. And not I'd, more in one, not multiple in a night either. You right. get there, yeah, and which you is, go home. Yeah, which is like, so that, that we've already like cut the rate that I'm used to like mm. working in half and then the food and then the food something about the food (laughs) didn't sit right with me and i'm kind of bummed out because i'm going back i like it there but like i mean the whole time i was there whether we cooked or i ate out i felt kind of sick and and then (laughs) would be often constipated and then like a total plane crash in the bathroom at some point wow yeah really like avocados were weird Yes, and, the and avocados in the UK are fucked, and I don't know why. They don't. They're the wrong texture. They're the wrong outside color. They're the wrong. Everything is weird, and like the food is weird. Like it's weird because, like, what I noticed here, what I'm gonna say about Australia, I would say in terms of quality and bang for my buck, this is the country. The best, right? Oh my god, it's unbelievable. I I'm loving it. It's I'm so cheap. It. Like you, it's cheap, and I feel like when I'm eating, I'm like, this is. De- I I feel like I'm eating good food. Like, yeah, I feel good when I'm eating it. Even the even, the one thing, even in, in the UK, like even the disgusting food is more disgusting. Yeah. Like here you can have like a late night kebab and it'll be like not great for you obviously, but you'll yeah. wake up and you'll be okay. In the yeah. UK it's like and two days America. to walk it off, you know? Yeah, and like expensive. So yeah. I'm paying more to feel like shit. I mean, I had McDonald's over there and I didn't poop for four days. It was really <laughs> fucked up. Like and I never eat McDonald's, but we had one right outside one of our windows. Yeah. Like in, we were staying in Canning Town, mistake. Canning yeah, Town. Yeah, exactly. That's where is every, Canning Town? I don't give me, a, know. give me a quadrant. Give me um, a bit of London. It was North, okay, south, east, west. On the way to Essex. East. I don't know yeah. if you've heard Essex East. Yeah, fucking ugh. And so we were staring at a McDonald's. So one night we just did it. We were like, fuck it, let's just we're hungry. Oh, it's such a horrible decision. It's Problem. so much worse than you think it could ever be. It really is. And like, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do because like even when we cook. Mm. At home, you know, which in theory is supposed to be the healthiest. Yeah. I wouldn't feel good. No, so the ingredients are worse. Did you just shop at like Tesco's and yeah. Sainsbury's and stuff? The ingredients are worse. That's what it is. Where do you shop then? You got to go to the fucking hipster, douchey grocery stores. Or you can and go to the, the Asian, Asian uh, street places. They're pretty good. Like that, you know, where they have like the food and like the bowls for a pound out the front. They're not bad. Okay. Yeah. But okay. no, it's like, it's a whole, it's a head fuck. Because like New, New York, I assume... Like you'd be dodging some delis and stuff like that in terms of like where you buy things. It's but generally weird. the quality yeah. is high. 
Well, incidentally, so what I noticed moving from California to New York mm -hmm. was I saw the quality, like when I got to New York City, it would drop. Correct. Like, I would assume yeah. that. Yeah. Which like, you know, so that was alarming to me. So then my new normal becomes like whatever New York is now. Mm. And um, with that said, I've now developed like an immunity to some degree. Like I'll eat at any cart. <laughs> I see the cart. I'm like, I mean, at the cart, I'll eat the cart food. I go to bodegas. I eat at the hole in the wall places that look like you're going to, you know, lose your life there. Right. <laughs> and like, I like that, you know, no, no health insurance. Fucking yeah. daredevil shit. Dude, I mean, it's weird. I feel like I'm building an immunity. Like, maybe, maybe that's why you got constipated in the UK because you've had diarrhea for the last 14 yeah. years. <laughs> well, I was like wondering if maybe they just use less pesticides too or something. And maybe they I'm would. Used you guys to. use the most pesticides. We do. So I, I was think. thinking maybe I'm just adjusting, but it's like now I'm in Australia. I'm like, no, I'm not adjusting. The food is good here here in Everything's Australia. Fine. It was fine in America. Mm. It's not good in the UK. I don't know what I'm going to do. They don't sell almond butter in the UK, which I had started to prefer to peanut butter. Uh-huh. Is, is that a big issue for you? Well, I just... It be, it, it's like kind <laughs> of... Of all the food things, I was, like, they don't sell almond butter in the UK? And I'm like, I did not think we were going... I, I was like, what's specific? going on? Yeah, because well, I became... You know, I've, I've grown fond of it. Like, yeah. we have a place called Trader Joe's in America. It's great. You can get... yeah. Almond butter, real cheap. I choose almond butter over peanut butter. There's no almond butter in the you UK. You gotta, because I was living in Shoreditch in London, which is like hipster. Shoreditch, like, yeah. Kind of like, kind of like your Williamsburg yeah. kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah, And there yeah. you can get everything. Like yeah, there are Whole Foods in London, but they're like very few and far between. Yeah, I'm going to need a but new. expensive as fuck. Yeah. Like it hurts. Like it hurts to spend yeah. that much on groceries. And it's like not even like really great groceries. No, it's like it's fine. I'm probably going to have my Instant Pot shipped over. Instant Pot. Yeah. So that's a thing. I don't know. I guess it's, I mean, I don't want to just say it's an American thing, but it's, there was an Amazon it deal. It sounds like an American thing. Right. But it's this pot. Uh -huh. And um, you can make anything in it. You you can slow cook things or you can like cook ribs in like 25 minutes. Right. Yeah. Because it's like a weird pressure cooker. It, it's yes. amazing. So you can do artichokes. You can make yogurt. You can do it. And I love my instant pot because being that I'm a comic, you probably know, mm -hmm. you know, like sometimes you want a good, you don't want to just eat trash. But yeah. You don't have a lot of time. Like I don't have time to sit there and wait for something this to happen. This sounds like an infomercial and your accent is perfect Yeah. For it. Yeah. <laughs> But I love the fucking thing. I love it. And so I'm thinking like I got to have it sent over there because that'll help. Like you can cook meats faster, you know? Yeah. So instead of just eating sandwiches all the time, which is what I was kind of doing. Yeah. You get trapped in that. Yeah. I'm trapped. I was in like the meal deal sandwich. Like Those, that kind of, no. but also then I just buy my own stuff. But then again, what's not good? And I'm it's like, expensive too. Yeah, it's That's the thing that kills me about it. You're just like, you're spending this money and you're converting it to like your home currency and you're like, why the fuck am I spending this well, on this? Well, Australian money is worth basically monopoly money as I far know, as I'm concerned. You must concerned. be psyched. I have, well, psyched. I'm actually sort of like, I'm a little, I'm a little bummed because like, oh. well, I had to pay... So I made a deal, oh man, I made a business deal to come down here for three weeks before the festivals, mm -hmm. which as a result, I had to pay extra money for an extra visa to mm -hmm. be here for three weeks. I had to pay to get in, in the UK paperwork notarized. Mm -hmm. So if I started adding up the cost of those things, plus what I'm now making in Australian dollars, converting it over, uh -huh. I have not yet broken even. Right. On the back and, end, it's not great. So now I'm like... I should have not come here for three weeks. I just should have come here for the festivals. So I'm a little, you know, yeah. and then I'm paying a fee to somebody who's doing my bookings, which it's like, 
you know. Right, it's a whole it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Oh my and, goodness. And as you know, I'm staying in a place where the there are more roaches than people. And a, a bro house. A bro house where I think that's like a one thing about the UK and like New York and stuff. The houses aren't big enough for it to be like properly like heaps of dudes. Yeah, I mean they no no they can do it. They can do it there. It's just but even. I just feel like at least in New York, I know how to escape it. Like <laughs> in this situation, you know, it's like I'm, I'm staying for free. Very grateful. But I'm like, this is not my fucking scene. And I am old, too old, you know? Oh, man. I'm, I just recently I found out too old for a couch. I can't do it no more. Yeah. Staying on a couch, man. I'm just like, I'm 30. Like, nah. Yeah. I, then I, you start living a couch life. You start thinking like maybe I should just Twitch stream yeah for a living yeah. you know this is what people on couches do like smoke bongs no triathlons like you know oh, it's, yeah. it's a niche lifestyle it's so it's it's i'm yeah i'm and i'm like <laughs> and like and it's so funny because like you know i my brand is like you girl you nasty and it's like yeah i am that but like i have standards you yeah. know what i mean like i might be disgusting but i also like i've got a lot of class like, yeah i'm being nasty on a bed with sheets like, yeah this yeah is yeah yeah like it's weird my apartment in new york like i took it's beautiful like you know what i mean i've the, the interior decorating yeah. is incredible like like when i show people pictures of my apartment they're like no and i'm like yeah like yeah. i, I want to i want to be in a nice place i like to be filthy and outrageous outside and mm. then come home to an adult situation yeah oh man the adult situation is awesome it feels so good it feels so good well yeah. it's gonna like the uk how did that come about because like americans you don't travel much right no we as don't as a group yeah you, you like you, we kind of got it all here which i get you kind of yeah. like a food court in terms of experiences you know it's like all right. the meals are here they're just kind of yeah. watered down a little bit yeah. yeah no and it's and in new york then you really have it all yeah you, you know like um especially you know? like as a comedian there's like yeah you don't need to chase the career right elsewhere. If, exactly well i mean because that when the, with the uk like generally I've, I've interviewed a lot of people about why they went there and it's either professional or love very right. few people just want to change a scene or heard good things yeah. or like anything like that. It's one of those two things. Well, it's kind of, okay. So mine's very exciting. Then, yes. Okay. So I went to the fringe where you and I passed each other, but never met properly. Yes. And my goal was to just get better at comedy. I was like, I'm going to go yeah. here. I'm going to do an hour. I'll which, get better at comedy. It's happening more and more. Americans doing Edinburgh fringe, which yeah. is great. Is it? I don't love it. I you mean, don't like it. You want funny. it to be special. You well, want to be the only one. It's just, no, it's silly because it's like, you know, I've seen some New York comics who are going this year and they're all perfectly nice, but like, it's kind of after I had that experience, I'm part of, I'm kind of like, I don't want American, the bad ones ruining this. Do you know what I mean? Cause there's bad <laughs> apples everywhere, you know? <laughs> Um, that's so funny is it so ridiculous I'm one of the good apples yeah, what are all these like bad as, apples as doing if, on my tree exactly like as if I have claim on a whole festival yeah, you know, yeah, it's yeah. Ridic- that I've done once I mean you know? very American again I just know, so seriously. you know one flag me, the moon is out so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's like yeah like I heard somebody's coming down from Melbourne that I know who yeah. I like and enjoy and I'm like but I I was in that you know and it's so stupid but um I did the fringe and it ended up really being like kind of I like just even meeting comics from all over like mm. you know they they breeze through New York but we don't give a fuck I don't know if you noticed that when you're there for the most part we kind of do but we also don't care we're like so you, you did yeah, what I mean, where people people are coming all the time and yeah. like you guys have your own hierarchy of credits and yeah, experiences and so like why would you care if yeah. I'm like I got, a, I got a thing on Amazon Prime and they're like fuck off yeah. and you're like oh yeah fair enough no yeah right yeah. and and but I started hearing like 
not only was I like having a good fringe and I was having, I ended up getting like reviewed well mm-hmm. and, you know, enjoying myself and whatever and like finding audiences sort of liked me in a different way. And yeah, you, you said this, that you, you thought your comedy was better received in the yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah. Because like, your style of comedy quite dark. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's little, what they say. A little bit a little bit gross out, a little bit yeah, of that. I guess, you know. I, I'm just, sorry, just to give them some context. Yeah, because, but I would say, <laughs> honestly, any kind of comedy is received better in the UK than anywhere else. Yeah. Apart from maybe, like it's like an American kind of like big, big kind of act kind of yeah. like high status thing that maybe can only go in the States. Yeah, I mean, I, I know somebody was talking to me about how uh, an American comic was at like top secret and did that kind of thing that some American comics do where they're like, their attitude is very like, I'm leaning, I don't really need to be here, I don't really need you, I don't really want to be here. It's too casual. I mean, I I do a fair bit of that, let's just be do honest. Do you? I don't I, know. I, 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 lean, I lean on that top secret wall like a champion. Oh, I'm, do you really? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not standing up straight. Oh, I don't know. No, but, I mean, <laughs> but there's like an American vibe of sort of like, but they wouldn't like that because it's American, and they'd be and fine with it because I'm is. Australian. That, in the UK, they'd be like, "It's yeah, and you can't be, you can't think you're possibly above us. You're part of the yeah, Commonwealth, yeah, right? America. You fucking dog, like you know, yeah, yeah." Because because I see that in America, and sometimes I'm like, "Who are you? Haven't sold out a stadium yet? I don't know why you're <laughs> acting like that. Why are you sitting like you know?" Yeah, sure. But um, it went well, and I. So also just to like throw this in there, like on the very last night. So it's like, you know, you, you know, people throughout the festival mm. and like there was a guy, there was an Irish comic who I was like, oh, that's just some like hot drunk Irish guy, like kind of an idiot. And I was like, wow, they just let anybody into these festivals, don't they? Like this guy's <laughs> not even funny. Um, and like on the last night, I, he had like started chatting me up like two days before the last day, even though I'd seen him frequently. Right. So I was like, you know, I want to go. You know, what, you know what would be novel? I'm gonna go fuck that guy. I'll fuck an Irish guy. There's a there's an ocean. I normally don't fuck with comics. I was like, there's an ocean. No one will know. It's international. Yeah. No big deal. So I went and did it's, that. It's last night. Yeah. Last night. No it consequences. Was, like I had to leave his apartment and run home and pack. I almost missed my flight. <laughs> like it was like that last night, you know? And um so like that happened, and then I get back to New York, and it's pretty much like a, a shell shock to arrive back in New York City from like the Edinburgh Fringe, it's hard to describe. Like, you get off a plane, there are people everywhere, it's summer, and you're like, this fucking sucks. Like, this immediately sucks. Yeah. And then you start going back to the New York comedy scene, and it's exactly the same. It's fucking horrible. You've been running an hour every night for a month where people are like, hooray. You know, I got good reviews. People are like, good job. You know, people. Yeah, there's people there. They're there to see the show. They give you money for yeah. it. They have a nice time. Yeah, and you're running real time. And other comics, I feel like, I don't know if it's just the nature of the fringe, but like, you know, I found people were, would be like, you know, be like, you know what? You're great. You know, which is not yeah. things people are really doing in New York unless they think you can get them something. Or, yeah, because uh, they've seen you for the first time. They're kind of yeah. like welcoming you. It's like, oh man, that was a great set. Like where, yeah. you know, you, you, you're new. Yeah. You're fun. Like, right. that was what I had until I lived there and then you kind of know everybody. And then, and then it's yeah. like, oh, it's just Dan. Like, but they're still nice. Right, But right. like, a new person is exciting. Yeah, and it just, so I was finding it hard to reacclimate back into like, just what New York comedy is. You know, mm. now it's like four people and they don't give a fuck. And, you know, you're sitting there and starting to suck dick of people again, like being like, can I have five minutes on your show, please? Yeah. You know, and I was like, this sucks. And I had met so many people at the <laughs> fringe yeah. who like, 
essentially were describing to me how they tour festivals mm. or go to other countries and this and that and the other and find that they're making a living doing comedy. And now I'm back in New York City re-entering my job at a sex dungeon and <laughs> you know what I mean? And trying to get five minutes for free. So it's much funnier now that it's a sex dungeon. Yeah. Before I was like, ah, oh, you can work in a sex dungeon. I don't really care. Now it's just like I have to just start going back to the dungeon. Yeah. When I was a manager, I didn't do any of the stuff, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, it's just funny because Edinburgh, you, you were probably performing in a in dungeon a du- yeah, half the yeah. time, and now you're at the sex dungeon, you're like, right. this is degrading. Yeah. <laughs> I like my nice Scottish dungeons. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> and, you know, I was just like, this this stinks, and it's like, nobody mm. gives a shit about Edinburgh, really, in New no. York, like, at all. And Again, um, you got your own credits. Is it different? They can't even conceptualize it. I couldn't conceptualize it till I went there for the first time. Yeah. And our festivals are very similar. Yeah. But like Edinburgh, it's like it's all day. Yeah. That's the like it's everything for like a month. Yeah. And you're just and, like, holy and, shit. Well, that's like my dream. I mean, that's what New York is, except it's fun. It's at a festival. Mm. Like I found it to be the festival to be New York, but fun, you know? <laughs> um, and so I just I was feeling like shit. And um, I was still chatting with this Irish guy. This yeah. Irish comic, which like was weird for me. I'm very like career oriented. I have no desire. Like I was at a point where it's like it would be nice to find somebody, but I don't need the wrong thing, right? You know, anymore. You're I don't quite happy just on your own. Yeah, I mean, as happy as you're gonna be. Like it's sure. lonely sometimes, but I was just like, you know what? Like I don't need the thing unless it's really the thing. Sure. You know, and that's a lot to expect out of anybody, right? Being like, oh, it to you. <laughs> I know it. You know, which is so it's crazy. But we were still chatting. Long story long, uh, he ended up coming to visit. Which he visited was, you. Huh? He visited you. Classic yeah. Irish person coming to America. I know, right? Love that. Looking for a green card. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, uh, they love that. Just a visa. Um, but it was kind of crazy because we really hadn't talked a lot during the festival. It was like just, one night, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And so the fact that he booked nine days to stay in my apartment, I was like, yeah. And he was like, yeah. Like, we both agreed on nine it. Nine days. I know, right? Everybody's like... Wh- just you? Is there anyone well, else in this apartment? I have I have a roommate who... I So it's my apartment. I rent the room out. He's a comic. So I was like, this is happening. Like, it's kind of like that. Yeah. That's and, a wow, that's a lot. Nine. Did you have right. any other friends in New York? Did you have any? Did you no. have any get out of jails? No. And that's the Fuck. thing. That's what people were saying. They were like, "What do you? What do you say to me?" And I was like, "Oh, I guess that is weird, but it felt fine." So basically, long story short, or long whatever, he came there, and we were like, "I mean, I we're in, we're in love. It's gross. I hate talking about it Why? because it's good. Well, it's because nice. I'm just I'm very, I'm a Capricorn. I don't like emotions, but like I have oh so many God. of them. Um, that was such an American sentence. It yeah. freaked me out. <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. I don't like emotions. Anyway, that was something normal to say. Back in. I'm like, all right, great, perfect. But it was crazy. It was yeah. like we were just like you're like the person, and great. I've never had anything like that. You know, I've. I, you know what I mean? I've had relationships where I thought I was like really in love or this or that. And, you know, mm. but it, I'm just like the ebb and flow. It's like and, it feels like we've and, known each other forever. And where where did this Irish man live? He's from Cork, mm-hmm. Ireland. But he has actually lived in Melbourne and can't, he started comedy in Canada. And oh, so this guy's so fucking Irish. Yeah, it's super just Irish. Like he was just, in Australia for a bit. Then he's in Canada for yeah. a bit. Now, is he settled in the, in England? Well, he's so here's what's happened. So basically he was visiting and we were kind of like, we don't know, you know, what's going to happen. Also, just a side note, there was like not a girlfriend, but another woman. And I Mm. won't even get into that now. It's out of control. It's the craziest thing. that's one of the craziest things that's ever happened to me. And that's saying a lot, considering I've already mentioned Sex Dungeon and Reno in this podcast. It's true. Yeah. But, you know, we were like, we don't really know what's going to happen here. 
we don't really have a plan. I guess I'll see you at the fringe. But like when we realized we were like in love, mm. he left to go to the airport. That day, I had this other side job that was kind of the one really making me money. Mm-hmm. And I had the sex dungeon, but it seemed like my manager, or the, my owner was really pissed at me. Like, you know. And the day the Irish dude, my, my now boyfriend, I, he, I love, he's been Irish guy forever. Just like people. Oh, know you got used to it. Yeah. An Irish guy. Yeah. Um, he, the day he left, like within hours of him leaving, I did. Have you heard of hot ones? The, the thing where you eat wings the, and you with, talk. Where people eat the wings and they do the, yeah, the game show. Oh, I don't know if it's a game show. Yeah, sure. But okay. It's a, well, it's a YouTube did, channel. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And I guess it's also on TV. Well, oh, it's on TV. Oh. I think so because I was doing a hot sauce. So-, so I was doing like a focus group. Yeah. I was part of the people. D- we ran through the whole thing trying the hot sauces. Yeah. So I went to do that. So I'm like super sad about this dude leaving, but I get to like cry because of the hot sauce, <laughs> right? And within like an hour of that being over, I was hanging out with another comic who I had met at the Fringe, who's American, who had been living in London, who is now living in New Jersey where he's from. Sure. And my job messaged me, we're not going to be needing you like after December. The, the money job. The money job. Not the dungeon. Not the dungeon. And I was like looking at this comic and I was like, man, this dude I like just left or that I love, like we're in love. You know, he just left. I've been miserable in New York. I don't even want to be here. What am I supposed to do? Like find another job to support myself in a city. I don't feel like being in anymore. I'm not really happy right now. And the comic was like, well, th- the Irish guy had been moving to London in January. So the comic mm-hmm. was like, look, what you know i'll rent your room why don't you just go to london what's keeping you here and i was like what is keeping me here so i messaged the irish guy and i was like look this just happened he was like look you want to go do stand up in london i'm going i'll do it with you and i was like fuck it let's do it so we did so it's both career and love i was gonna say <laughs> both always right is that fun never fails that is fun no it, it really and, is and you had a great time yeah, like we lived together. So, yeah. which is like out of control, right? Because in theory, we barely know each other. It was the most, mm. it feels like th- this is the best compliment I can give another person. Being with him is like being alone by myself. I see. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, is quiet. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just, it feels so. And, no, and, that's awesome. But like when you went to London, yeah. did, did it, it obviously felt foreign for you. Yeah. Did it feel foreign for him? Were you guys two foreigners together or did he seem like a local? Well, he he lived there once like 10 years ago or a while ago. He, mm-hmm. it, But it, for him, he also like was constipated by the food, you know? <laughs> so That's and, how you know you're near to London. I know. And also just, you know, shameless plug. We started recording a podcast there called this American Irish life where we're basically covering this like thing. Cause he's going, going to be flying to Australia to do Melbourne too. Sure. So we're just kind of like now flying all over the world, doing stand up and experiencing what stand up is like in all these different places Yeah. while living together in these countries. Most of us, like he's been to, but I haven't. So of course I'm like, what's the deal with the carpeted trains? Why don't they smell like piss? You know, like, right. They're like yeah. fresh eyed. And yeah. he's like, oh, this is a whole thing. I'll yeah. explain it to you. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, all that information will be in the uh, liner notes for this episode, obviously, uh, if you want to check out more of Catherine's stuff. Um, but I just wanted to get into, sorry, the UK thing. Was there anything that really surprised you about it as a place? Like, because Edinburgh is like its own thing. Like, that's yeah, a representative yeah. of anything. Right. Like, yeah. But London, I think, is like, you know, especially yes. where you were living, which seemed. Little, little out of the center. Well, Canning Town sucked. We then moved to Bethnal Green, which we liked much better. Bethnal Green, that's just next to Shoreditch. Love Bethnal Green. Yeah, Bethnal Green was cool. And it, I think it would be great to find like a more permanent like situation somewhere mm. around there. Um, 
the things that I, I can say a few things freaked me out about the scene. Right, bring yeah. it on. Um, but also, can you just like give my love story more of a just? It was great, right? Isn't it nice? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, you know what it is? I get so so like it, I'm very weird. I can talk about anything, but like those feelings are very but like emotions. Yeah, you know, like how you feel about stuff. Well, about about a person. I've no, right. I've always been such an independent person that it's like any type of. Mm. You know, so you want, you want the you want the love story to be the focus? No, no, I just want you to say, isn't that? <laughs> I I want you to be like, oh, how wonderful! Like no, my mom that is, did. That is very exciting. I like that you've moved somewhere like together because I think in a relationship, the tricky one is when like one of you you move to a place, yeah. One of you's from the place, yeah, and the other one of you moved oh, yeah. to the place, yeah, yeah. Whereas yeah. you guys, neither of you are from the place. I mean, I have had so many dudes move from California to be my boyfriend in New York, and it. Train wreck, train wreck, train wreck every time. Really? Yeah, yeah. And I also, they weren't like right for me anyway. But like, yeah, moving for a person. It's tricky. Was, I mean, this was like kind of fun because it was able to be a trial. Like it was sort of like there was no, you know, we were staying in Airbnbs. Yeah. I was always coming to Australia. So it was like, look, just in case this isn't what we thought it was. And it only proved to be better than what we thought it was. Yeah, which, which was, is awesome. So I mean, it's, it's, kind good, of, it's good that you took the chance, though, yeah. I think. And it was crazy. I mean, it was like a crazy thing, especially with this girl <laughs> writing me emails. I can't even get into it, but she it was nuts. This, this but, is on your podcast, I assume. There's well, a well yeah, of, we're going to start talking okay. about it. Because it, oh, it was months of, I don't even know, being somebody's <laughs> human diary. It was really something else. But um, Being somebody's human diary. It was crazy. It was that crazy. Is terrifying. Yeah, it really was. Every time my email went off, I was like, it felt like a horror movie. But um, <laughs> it was nuts. And and all <laughs> sent to my comedy email, you girl, you nasty at gmail.com. I'm Lovely. Like, That's a lot of feelings for this email address. I'm, I'm just imagining like your email like tone is the law and order SVU. Dun, dun, dun. You're just like <laughs> getting that yeah, every time. Yeah, that's what time. it felt like, you know. Um, but... All right, give me these. Things, these are a lot of a lot of people listen to British, and they love to hear about the weird shit. Well, about their country. Well, okay, it's not. Maybe it's not weird shit about the comedy scene. About the comedy scene. Or what do you want? You weird like shit about life, the country? Life or? stuff, like just like day to day. Like you know, one of the things oh. that I forgot that I found insane was the the light switches in the bathrooms are outside in the UK. Oh, or they got to pull down string. Oh no! And I'm like, I mean, we have some stuff like that in America. Yeah. Okay, what's the well, I'll just say, I mean, my favorite drugs are the cheapest over there. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. The price yeah. of cocaine is very cheap. Well, oh, no, no. cocaine is more expensive in the UK than it is in America. But oh. I'm a fan of ketamine and MDMA. Uh-huh. Cheaper there than in America. So, so, right, you were just like, this is very exciting. Very exciting. And plus, Valium's just on the menu, too. I was <laughs> like, well, don't mind if I do, you know? Because <laughs> like, I don't drink, but I do like drugs. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a very like modern stance, I think, which I'm, which I'm for. It's a, I, it's just in within the last year. I'm almost at a year not drinking, but it, it's not for any reason. Every, every time somebody's like, I'm not drinking, you're like, what happened well, to that, you? That's but, something you need to clarify in the UK and yeah. Australia because we will assume something terrible has happened. Yeah, and <laughs> I met like uh, my guys, like a couple of his cousins who are Irish. Yeah. And before the night got started, like right at the beginning of the night, they were looking at me and they were like, so is water your drink of choice? And You know, they were looking at me like I was a fucking wild animal. Yeah. And then I was like, like I could see that they thought... They weren't sure if I was like ready to have fun, and I'm like, no, I'm fun. Like I just don't <laughs> drink anymore. Yeah, yeah. But no, that would that would bother all of us as a group. You yeah. guys are the one country I think nervous. that's been able to deal with people who don't drink. Yeah, it's like just, I reckon more Americans don't drink per capita. I mean, I, I look 15 years. I had 15 good years of, mm. of, of, of drinking. Oh, like, mate, I've yeah. always 
I've always considered giving up, but it just seems so insane. Like I yeah. can't conceptualize that yet in my life. It wasn't. I a, hope to at yeah. some point. Well, that was the thing. It wasn't a really like I'm giving this up. I was going to do 30 days before Edinburgh just because I was like, man, I'm getting paid and drink tickets. Now I'm drunk on Tuesday for no reason. Yeah. And I wasn't really having fun. It was not really an active choice to have fun. It's just like I may as well Passive, get paid for this gig. Yeah. And now mm. I'm like drunk, you know, and I'm yeah. like not enjoying myself. And then what I would find is like being hungover. I'm getting all this stage time, but I can't connect because mm. like I drink like a job, you know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like it would be like vodka full it's like, on because if i knew the bartender that then forget it no now i'm like ah you know um <laughs> Do so you find that weird here that like no one overpours like that's well i don't thing. notice because i don't order oh, you don't anything. drink yeah ah, i'm sorry that, that's yeah. like a very weird i remember in the states i just like i get these drinks i'd be like there's so much alcohol alcohol in this <laughs> and they'd be like yeah dude you're welcome and i'm just kind of like oh but yeah now i don't know <laughs> I don't know how Who many I of these am. I can yeah. have. You know what yeah. I mean? Oh, and that's the thing. Like, it's I, like one and a half and you're like fucked. Whereas like here, like, yeah. you have like 10 and you're fine. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I would have as many of those as I fucking felt like, you know? <laughs> and and that's where I was, you know? Yeah. And because I've just been drinking forever, you know? And, yeah, of course. I mean, I started when I was 14 and we were animals, you know? Mm. And um, so I just quit. I was like, I'll do 30 days. And after three weeks, after experiencing the rage I felt for the first two weeks, <laughs> like at everything, just somebody was breathing. I was like, stop it. You know, <laughs> it was bad. Three weeks in, I just felt like done. I was like, I think I'm just done. Like it was just it was a feeling and it's kind of stuck with me. Yeah, that's great. And yeah, so it's like people will be like, do you want to drink? And I'm like, oh, I don't drink. They're like, oh my God, I'm so... And I'm like, no, it's not even like that. Like I can be around alcohol. I don't care. Yeah. It, I'm not triggered. If I'm I, just good. If I want to drink, I'll have a drink. Mm. Like that's where I'm at, you know? But it just hasn't happened yet. I just don't feel like it. And I love drugs. And I find that I'm saving all this money. So that's also thrilling to me. Like now. Oh man, the amount of yeah. money you'd save. My God. I'm telling you. And I'm spending it on drugs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you're not saving it. No, no. Why would I do something like that I'm responsible no i'm actually very responsible but so drugs are cheaper there what else did i find interesting i don't know yeah the the hanging of the clothes the clothes horse like in the house what yeah. do you guys do in new york you take it to a laundromat and you drive do a laundromat i but i because i'm you know i'm this person i bought portable washer and dryer so i have that in my apartment in new york portable yeah so when i tell people i have a washer and dryer people are like oh my god and i'm like that's right but what do you mean portable? Is it you don't move it around? Well, they're they're small enough to be moved. So actually, uh-huh. so like the washer hooks into the sink, like the kitchen sink. So the way I have it set up, I have a nice space for everything, right? Yeah. Because again, interior design. But it's like like there's like a washing machine in your kitchen. Yep, and it's like you know, um, like instead of like a dishwasher, like under the bench. I mean, I don't use a dishwasher in New York, but no, it's like it stands next to my sink. It's about table height. Let's call it like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It fits like three cubic meters or something. I don't know. You can fit like a comforter. A re- yeah, yeah, it, sure. At most, right? Yeah. At once, like so. It's like that size, right? Sure. And, and then is it a dryer as well? And then the dryer, I built a shelf. It's like a box. So my dryer sits on the shelf above the washer. You can fit that in there. Mm-hmm. But my lease. <laughs> so when I moved in, I had this shit in Brooklyn. So when I moved back to uh, Manhattan, yeah. I saw in my lease, it's like no washer, no dryer, which means like the, the hookups, right? That's all But I lease. also think, yeah, it meant portable. So I snuck that shit in. So now this is part of this process. So I told my roommate, and so now I finally have a roommate who like I can do this with. I'm like, so 
whenever the landlord has to come in or whenever the super has to come in, we have to move the washer and dryer into my room. <laughs> so anytime we needed a thing like done, like we had a leak in our bathroom, I was like, the washer and dryer has got to be. And I was like, and I'm going to tell you why. Because we could risk it. We could risk it that they're not going to come in the kitchen yeah. or near the kitchen and see that. But if they do and we lose this, I don't even know where the laundromat is in this neighborhood. I was like, you need to think about the, the so. This the, is very important. I like that you're yeah. hiding it like a cat. <laughs> no, right? Like, put all the toys away. What's that detergent doing here? Get it out of here. Right? That's what I mean. I'm like, yeah. I know it feels like a lot and it feels like, oh, it's inconvenient to move it. But it's like the inconvenience of having to go do our laundry elsewhere is more. And like there's drop off places. And I, yeah. I remember thinking that was super novel, right? When I moved to New York, I was like, oh, I'll just drop off my laundry and somebody folds it. But now I'm like, fuck it. I want to do laundry at home in the middle of the night. That's when I want to do my laundry, you know? Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah, because we had one in the, but no dryer. I think like you guys love a dryer. I love a dryer. Yeah, well, here, because here it clothes, dries very I'm, quickly. I'm, I'm about to touch your clothes, but yeah, it, it's okay. But clothes are, I feel like they get stiff when you let them just hang out. So you want to dry it. Do you ever hang? Yeah, you ever used the hills hoist? You see I, a hills hoist in the backyard? No, I didn't see that. Like the clothesline that's like uh, the square and like it goes up. No, I, I, oh I'll my put goodness. it this way. I, all right, we're getting a photo for the episode. That's going to be us in front of the hills hoist. <laughs> I'm going to be like, ah. Yeah, it's going to blow your mind. It's an Australian yeah. invention. Yeah. Oh, we invented yeah. it. Yeah, it's a I don't even thing. know what that is. That's like a classic Australian. Oh man, you're going to be very excited. I hang stuff sometimes, but that's on my own volition. Okay, but generally drying. You're talking yeah. like 90% of things are getting dry. Drying. Wow. Yeah. All right. Look at I think, that. Look, we've done we've done pretty well. We've gone <laughs> hour and a half. So I think we gotta we gotta wrap it up. Thank you so much. Yeah. For coming on. This was fun. Um you you enjoyed yourself. Congratulations on your love. Thank you. No, <laughs> I, I was like waiting for someone to be happy for me. <laughs> like, Don't worry, they'll they'll message in. They'll tag you, it'll yeah. be good. They'll be like, man, it's fucking my pump for that. Like, yeah. Um do you wanna we got so, the majority of people are in the UK, but there are some people in Australia. Please let them know where to see you because you're Melbourne Comedy Festival. Yeah. For the first time. Yes. Yes, I'm going to be in the Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm doing a split show. I put everything on my website. I feel like yes. this, but I'll just say it. I'm doing a split show. It's called Hot Garbage. Hot Garbage. Yep, we nice. named it before the country was on fire. Correct. I'm just going to say that. And then I immediately regretted it when I heard about what was going on. <laughs> but it was too late. No one, no one will connect the dots. It's okay, all good. except I just said it. Yeah, <laughs> um, these people will. Yeah, and then I'm going to be in the Sydney Comedy Festival as well. Mm-hmm. And that show's called... Ew, girl, you nasty. That's the name of my Instagram. That's yes. the name of my show. And the website as well. Ewgirlyounasty.com. Yeah. Yeah. It was spelled E-W. E-W. Th- yeah, I don't even say it right. People are like, how do you spell that? And I'm like, E-W. No, no, I'm there. I have to, I have to find you after Thursday. So I'm, I'm on top of it. Yeah. and But all the dates and times for everything I'm doing is like on my calendar there. On the calendar on yeah. the website? That's yeah. the best place to find you? That's and the plug, best place. plug the This American Irish Life? This American Irish Life. I yes. also have another podcast with uh, a comic in America. We're still recording remotely so that's fun called somewhat scientific somewhat scientific yeah cool. so that's fun but the new one is this american irish life and it's very exciting you know that's, that's it, it. <laughs> For all right me, beautiful perfect all right well Catherine henson the way that we uh finish this episode finish every episode is uh you have to say cheers mate okay the best the best you can just take your time with it have but fun in my own accent or whatever you like it's okay what? I <laughs> look at how nervous I got. I know that this was weird. This is why weird. I can't be an actress. <laughs> I get so. Can I just tell you? I also get nervous if I have to do the announcement at the beginning of a show in a god mic. Oh you know? really? The yeah. please welcome to the stage. Or no? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, I get goodness. so nervous. I get like, ugh, like you know. Dude, I get I get requested for that. People like my oh, people like my bringer. I hate doing it. So <laughs> the fact it's like you're telling me to do something. You I'm gotta, just like, you gotta be fine. I've got right. nothing but faith in you. Yep. One, two, three. Cheers, mate. <laughs> <laughs>
That was absolutely beautiful. All right, Catherine Henson, pleasure. Bye. All right, that was my chat with Catherine, and I gotta say, I'm very relieved that Reno is exactly as I pictured as far as she's concerned. I love that, you know, in this age of toilet paper buying and the loo roll, she's talking about being constipated in the UK. That is not something I'd heard previously, but just the, I, I thought the quality of UK food, like, yeah, it's less healthy, and yes, it is expensive and it doesn't taste as good. But I never thought there was actually a proper physical outcome to that. And I'm glad that in her experience, she's just like, I went over there. I love the place. But goddamn, I did not need a toilet nearly often enough. Uh, (laughs) Definitely just a part of the experience that I had forgotten about. Um, But yeah, it was so nice to talk to her about like New York. I just, I like, I like that, you know, as she said, she fell perfectly into the reasons that people move to the UK. It's almost like it's almost universal. It's like love or professionalism. No one goes like for their profession, you know, like no one's going to the UK for the weather. Like, I, I mean, I guess like if you go there like as a band, you're going there for your profession as well. Maybe like if you're a big music fan, I think like we talked to Sarah Bonetto, right? She was saying that you know, she basically went to the UK for this love of music and then fell into other things and ended up, you know, she still lives there, mate. She's still, she's there like 10 years now, I think, over 10 years. But yeah, it's very interesting how that just seems to be the reason people immigrate, you know, it is, it is love or it is your job, which is weird because I think different countries, obviously, as we've discussed on this podcast, different countries have so much more to offer in terms of culture and different things apart from just like a place to work or, you know, someone of that nationality. Uh, but yeah, Catherine fell right into that. Um, really enjoyed chatting to her. As I said, get around her at Girl, you nasty. That's her website, her Instagram. Uh, she doesn't really roll on Twitter, I don't think. But just follow her on that. If you enjoy the podcast, please take the time to jump on iTunes. Give us a little five-star review. I'm on the Australian iTunes store now, so I'm not... I'm not geo-locked to the UK, getting some nice Australian reviews, which is cool. Uh, and as always, if you enjoyed me, you can find me at Dan Muggleton on Twitter and Instagram or get around my YouTube channel where I'm putting out a lot of coronavirus appropriate content, by which I mean uh, things you can enjoy on your own while self-isolating in your safe place. Uh, lots of comedy on there. And of course, Three Stripes. Part three, the final part, that is coming out in just over a week. So get excited for that. And if you haven't checked out part one and two, they are on my YouTube as well for free because it's about time I gave you guys some stuff for free, right? Anyway, jerk offs, your goddamn pleasure. I will chat to you next week, hopefully, if uh, booking podcast guests is something we can do during these difficult times. Uh, until then, have a good one. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Cheers, mate.
Don't force me to look back 